Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Selling 
candy. Then I'm the macho like Randy. The chopper go ice for granted. This nigga pull up your family. Over killers understand me. I got broads in Atlanta. Switch it to D in the family. Credit cards in the scammers. Hitting the licks in the van. Legacy, family. Why is he look like a family? Growing up like a Montana. Honey killers on the hand. Legacy, family. Why is he family? Packers for Danny. Selling ball, candy. Man, I'm the macho like Randy. The chopper go ice for granted. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Hi, this is your girl, the empress, and I hope you can hear me well. I'm getting a live static. I'm about to do blog talk. They get on my nerves. They're always doing something extra. And now I got this pop-up saying that my Skype connection and host connection uh, has to be accessed through a different way. And, you know, I didn't do that. And it's lightning, so I'm expecting uh, two little kids to come running in here any moment. So we're going to do the show as best as we can, hoping not to get disconnected. Um, tonight's show, of course, is about the latest rash of horrors, uh, those horrors being that which is happening in Orlando, Florida, on early Sunday morning. On early Sunday morning, 50 people were killed, 53 wounded when the gunman launched an assault inside of a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida. The shooter has been identified as a 29-year-old by the name of Omar Mateen. He was killed in the shootout by law enforcement, but this siege took on a three-hour length. The massacre is recorded to be the worst in U.S. history, and it began when the gunman stormed inside of a nightclub by the name of Pulse at 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with the AR-15-type rifle and handgun. Among the latest developments, we do now know that this particular mass shooter uh, made a 911 call before the attack, expressing that he had some allegiance to ISIS, but authorities say that there's no evidence evidence that's been linked to his having contact with any terror cells abroad or here in the United States. The first few names of the victims have been uh, released, and actually uh, just today, about two hours ago, ABC released photos of the first 29 uh, of the 50 who have uh, now uh, been pronounced uh, to their families and, and families been made aware of, but the shooting included mostly men ages uh, 20 to 36 year old. Um, President Obama did call the attack an act on terror and hate, and Mateen had in his 
had a history of working securities and had recently legally purchased within the last couple of weeks uh, guns and weapons that were used in this particular uh, conundrum. Now, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I don't know about you, and I'm, this feedback is really killing me tonight, but I, I'll have to just work with it. A lot of people had things to say concerning um, this particular incident. Some of those things were just what I expected to hear. Others, I was just really taken aback. I couldn't believe some of the things that I heard. Post Some of the things that were posted and some of the things that were actually videoed took me by surprise. Some were actually healthy commentary, one of which I reposted early, which made me determined to go ahead and um, do this show. Uh, it was by one of my Facebook friends who is very well known for having uh, outspoken opinion, but usually great perspective. And in this case was no different. Talisa Andrews had posted a video, which you can see on, on my forum. And after posting her position regarding uh, her condolences and support of those who had been slain and prayers for those family members who too had been slain, she had to do a second post in uh, concert, which was uh, toward the Christian community who I'm assuming flooded her inbox. Uh, it seems that people who are of religious affiliations felt moved to say that this was an act of God. As a matter of fact, I saw several different posts, even those in some Christian groups that I was, was and I will stress was a part of, who reiterated the fact that this was uh, something of a happening that we should have expected as Christians, that this is what it means to be outside of the will of God. I, I could not believe that some of these supposed uh, uh, experts of religion or experts in examples of what uh, the world is supposed to look like in a Christian way were actually saying, I could not believe that people were actually justifying this uh, obvious uh, hateful act. Uh, and then I, after Talisa posted, I was like, yes, we got to do a show because we need to talk about it and not just talk about it, be able to be honest about it. Because I know that if just a few people are posting and co-signing this position with regard to what has happened, why it's happened, who it's happened to and their feelings about that, there has to be hundreds or maybe even thousands of people who either feel the same or feel differently. Quickly after getting home today, um, I was uh, shared a video by a pastor by the name of Dave Beavers, live video. Actually, I think he must have done the video on yesterday uh, or early yesterday uh, or maybe early this morning after the event and had to say something of the opposite, something more closely to what I kind of believe. And, of course, we all have perspectives. We all have opinions. But when you look at history and you look at what has been happening for years and years and years, um, to be able to slice the population into these parts that are just because you're not saved or just because you're not Christian or just because you are Muslim or just because you are gay or just because you're in these other groups of insanities, um, I was just couldn't believe that some people had the audacity to deem it um, almost like it was worthy of being so. So I look back in history. You know what I do? I started researching. I started looking up to see where is this 
where did it start? Where, where does this come from? How old are these types of happenings happening? To tell you the truth, I could go back as far as the 1800s uh, that have been introduced or, or logged into the history book uh, by Dia the Whale. You can go back to as far as the 1800s, but I wanted to see how much of this that people would actually remember. The furthest back I was able to go was 1998, and I want to pull this list out because I was shocked because I was like, okay, I know that we hear things every now and then. I stopped watching the news probably um, every day, uh, probably about four or five years ago, because it seemed the more informed I was from a media standpoint without learning stuff or searching up stuff myself, the more depressed I got. Like, the more tired I got of hearing about things that were just terrible. I mean, they never recorded anything other than tragedy. And the more sensational, the more gory, the more hurt and the more harm, the more popular it seemed to be. But I went back and I started to research. And as far back as I could actually remember, these particular events were not necessarily labeled as terrorist events. Okay, first of all, let's define, let's define what domestic terrorism says, because I'm going to tell you, domestic terrorism has a lot of different definitions, and these definitions don't necessarily fit every particular situation, but in some of them, it is exact, and we still to date have not um, been able to... What's the name, this number is wrong. What number is wrong? Um, if you can't get in, you um, – I'm not sure what she's trying to say. 646-478-5625, is my number. If you cannot get into that number, let me type another one and let me give you another one. It is 855-349-0668. I'll post it again. Um, let's see. I just got to uh, uh, notice that this was not right. So let's give you the other one. We have two different numbers. We have a watch number and we have um, a 1-800 number or 855 in this instance. Um, and they both should be working. I'm not sure. This number is wrong is what she said. So let's just see. And let me just post it on my page as well because I want people to be able to go on good. Um, because I'm interested in knowing what other people are feeling because it's not moved some people at all. Like, I, I, I read things that made me question whether or not I really wanted to be Facebook friends with some of these folks because I was like, um, what? Is the video like what's really really happening? What what's really going on? I don't know if people are just beside themselves or separated so with the identities and specifics of who and where. But to me, this is less. I mean, this is happening everywhere. I mean, you can't get far enough from friends than it was on Sunday. I mean, we're we're talking about Florida. Uh, We've been to Virginia, we've been in the Carolinas, we've been in Atlanta, we've been 
in Birmingham. I mean, this this is not something that is actually, I don't think, going to go away. And I've had a short conversation with my friend earlier today. He seems to think that, and he's going to call in in a little bit. He told me it would be about 8.15, maybe 8.30. I'm sure he's watching the game. But um, a, a, a lot of people just seemed kind of removed from it, and I was confused. I was really confused as to whether or not it was fair for people to just not have a position at all or if it was okay for people to separate themselves. But at the end of the show, I have to share my particular thoughts. I don't want to make anybody feel like how they feel about it, whether it's a religious standpoint or if it's something that um, they feel like it's just the way that the world is going to work. I can't really say. Don't really know. Um, but I, I know that if you cannot identify with something um, that don't necessarily touch you, I do believe that a lot of the times you're going to lose out on the ability to um, fix uh, a happening. I, I, y'all, won't, y'all can't believe some of the inboxes that I've had come and some of the things that people have had to say. It was kind of, it was kind of sad. Uh, I identified you by the last four digits of your phone number, so when we open up the lines, I want to get to talk to you about what you feel or what you want to weigh in on. But let me just go over this short list because domestic Mm -hmm. terrorism, by definition, is anything that consists of incidents of terroristic acts inside the domain or anything that's carried out in the domain of the United States. And a lot of people feel like, um, yeah, this this probably fits the definition. Some people and some incidents that have actually fit into this definition have yet to be called domestic terrorism. And so it's not to hold up too much time of my special guest. I think he is on the line. Mr. Attorney Dennis Carling, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, of course I can hear you. Good afternoon. How are you, Empress? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm glad that you uh, chimed in with me on Facebook. And at first, I want to go ahead and give you your time and first uh, introduce yourself to those of the Empire who don't know you. Everybody knows you in, in Texas, but I'm not sure about the rest of the world. How about <laughs> Well, it, first of all, uh you know, it's my pleasure to be here on this topic. I'm, 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 I'm hoping, I hope that I can shed a little light on this and hopefully, you know, battle some of the uh, outrageous commentary that I, that I myself have seen on social media. And I know you present a very good form for that because people listen to you and they, they like to hear your perspective. So, um, you know, of course, I think we all can agree. What I would like, I would hope that we all can can, can agree that that. Um, 50 people being killed or 49 people being killed and 53 people being injured in such a heinous manner is a tragedy. Um, it's, it's an atrocity against humanity, and um, it needs to be discussed. And future incidents like that need to be averted if possible. So, you know, I'm going to start from that premise. And, um, you know, I, I'm just happy to be here, and hopefully I can – Add a little, uh, add some levity to the situation. Well, not levity, but add some, some reasonableness and rational and, and, and humanity to this conversation. Well, I was, I'm sure that you can. I was trying to this, this, this type whether or not people understand what domestic terrorism is and how it's actually defined by the U.S. government, by the FBI, 
and it's very easy. I mean, everybody's got a computer or a smartphone or something, and it and it's pretty. It's not it's not rocket science. It's pretty clear. It says all it has to be is an act that endangers human life that that is in in a violation of criminal law by state or appears to be or to intimidate or intend to coerce, harm, influence a civilian population. Uh, and then it even so, gives examples. Mm-hmm. It, it says by destruction, assassination, kidnapping, um, or territorial jurisdiction, uh, consummation. So basically, you don't necessarily have to kill, but you have to do some of those things to civilians of the United States on its territory and be uh, a resident of that territory to be considered a domestic terrorist. So do you think this was domestic terrorism? Uh, Yeah, and I also think that those members of the Ku Klux Klan back in the 50s who terrorized black people who were going out to vote, and and those members of the Ku Klux Klan and those white supremacist groups back in the 1870s, who came around after uh, black folks, after Reconstruction ended, I think they were also domestic terrorists. Okay. And they fit within that definition. Okay, so do you think that we're putting more weight on this particular act of terrorism? Because I think that, if I'm not mistaken, the Ku Klux Klan probably has never been labeled as a domestic terrorist group. They're called a religious affiliation that has, uh, a differing uh, social opinion concerning people who are non-white and who don't have a Christian uh, religious background. So what's the difference? You know, because they're saying so that this guy is – go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I want to hear you out because I know you are voicing the, the the statements from other people and what they've said. So I want to hear what exactly. you have to say because I want to hear what all your callers have to say. And I'm just going to well, show them how wrong they really are if they have that – that line of thinking, but go ahead and proceed, sister. Okay, the Ku Klux Klan is a collective body that has a perspective supposedly in the Christian faith that is anti-non-Caucasian. Now, how they determine that, I'm not sure because I don't study them, but what I have studied are people who have very similar belief systems that work work in individual uh, perspectives like Michael McVe- uh, Timothy McVeigh, uh, Michael Griffin, Eric Robert Rudolph, these people have the same train of religious thought uh, and affiliation, and they kill not, you know, collectively as a group, but individually, and just felt like, and, and they've never been labeled domestic terrorists. They have been said to have uh, different religious opinions or extreme uh, personal and Christian belief systems, but never been defined as a domestic terrorist, and you say that they are no different from what and, and happened. By, just by that definition that you, by that definition that you use, that mm-hmm. you utilize, they are domestic mm-hmm. terrorists, and so is this exactly. man uh, uh, Omar Aten or uh, Omar Martin mm-hmm. that killed all those people in that nightclub. They all fall mm-hmm. within that, and they're all evil, and they all mm-hmm. should. None of them should be allowed to escape simply because of their religious beliefs. And here's another thing mm-hmm. I want to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. This man obviously had a problem, okay? And I don't mm-hmm. think it was a problem with gays in particular. I think he had a problem with himself. 
just like mm-hmm. those members of the Ku Klux Klan and other people who lash out at other people. They have a problem. What I have mm-hmm. a problem with is the people who are latching on to this man somehow saying that he was justified in his horrendous action because mm-hmm. in, he was targeting people who they obviously don't believe are uh, mm-hmm. uh, like them. See, it's easy to castigate others. It's easy to say, oh, well, you know what, uh, you know, those those people over there, they're not like me. Those, 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 they deserved it. God punishes them. How do you know what God uh-huh. said do? Who are you to tell uh-huh. me or, or anybody else what's on God's mind and what God? And if we're punishing sinners, why not let's punish the fornicators too and the adulterers? Uh-huh. Let's, let's uh-huh. not just isolate the people who, 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 uh, who have different sexual preferences than we do. What, what about the liars uh-huh. and the thieves and everybody who's cheated on their taxes uh, this year? What about uh-huh. them? All of them are worthy oh. of death, according to, so, to the scriptures. So let's let's separate this. Let's let's peel back the layer of this onion and see what rises up. Here's what I see. What I see uh-huh. is people are so afraid to face the fact that fifty people could have fifty people died and it could have been them that they rather say, oh no, that that couldn't have been me because oh I'm not gay, I'm not lesbian, uh, and I don't live in Orlando. When it was in Paris, people didn't worry about it here in the United States because I was in Paris, it didn't bother them. Whatever allows them to live in a little cocoon and a little safe spot, none of you are safe because uh-huh. in this country we have something in the climate that breeds hate. That's why uh-huh. before the Ku Klux Klan, you had those those night riders and those those racists and those people who killed off the Native American or Indians, or as they say now, the Nikantalaka people, or the indigenous mm-hmm. people of this country, committed genocide against them. This country was founded on blood and injustice and hate, and until we correct that climate, there's mm-hmm. always going to be that issue that we have here. And it hasn't, it hasn't helped that it hasn't helped that we've had Donald Trump over the past year and a half churning up the hate. And, and brewing the hate. Mm-hmm. That man, Mr. Omar Martin, is a product of this hate-filled environment that we have. There's no justice in this country. Anytime, mm-hmm. and, and this is also part of the problem. See, and as, as we talked about earlier, I feel like this is this is almost like soil, and we fertilize mm-hmm. this soil with hate. So what's going to pop up is it, we fertilize it with hate and injustice and inequality. Mm-hmm. And, and deceit and lies and bloodshed and atrocity. So what's going to pop up from that earth? You reap what you sow. That's what my Bible says. So, of course, you're going to have Timothy McVeigh's and Ku Klux Klan members and, and people like Omar uh, 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 Martin come around and, and the South Carolina Nine killer. Of course you're going to have people like that pop up because that's the environment that we have. This is a toxic environment that we have that many people have denied. A few years ago they were saying we've, we're in a post-racial society all the mean, uh, and, and all the while you got black men and black women being shot down by the police in, unjustly, and vigilante uh, citizens being, and, and, and nobody's being prosecuted. That's injustice. Uh-huh. It's injustice uh-huh. when a young white man who who attends an Ivy League school at uh, Stanford can rape a young girl on the side of a trash bin in the dark and get three felony convictions and be told by the judge that he only has to serve six months because jail might be too rough for him. It's injustice uh-huh. when 
millions of black men and brown men and black women and brown women go to jail for having nothing more than than some weed or or some some drugs on them that they didn't create or bring over to this country and then they're in jail for 10, 20, 30 years, decades of their life because we cracking mm-hmm. down on crime and, and and another young man who's uh hits uh, uh, six or seven and kill six or seven people in Texas gets gets let free because uh, and uh, gets probation because the judge says uh, he he was affected by influenza, which means he uh, he he, uh-huh. he didn't know better because he lived privileged. That's injustice. Right. When there's injustice, right, right. Martin Luther King said injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. You see what I mean? Mm. So. So we have a climate, a toxic climate in this country that needs to be corrected. And the quick answer is to say, oh, we need to just make sure the crazy people can't get guns. There was nothing crazy about that man. There was nothing crazy about Omar. And there's a lot of people in the media that won't tell you that. He plotted. He planned. He he strategized. He had plenty of sense. He had a college degree. He wasn't crazy. He was just filled with hate. The same thing. With that young man, uh, uh, with, with that South Carolina nine, they're not crazy. They fill with hate. Mm-hmm. So the question is, where is the hate coming from? That's the question mm-hmm. you have to answer. Where is the hate coming from in Chicago, with 60 or 70 mm-hmm. people getting killed every month? Where is that coming from? What is it in this environment that we have? Because there's other countries around this world that have plenty of guns, and they're not out shooting people and shooting up churches and shooting up schools and 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 shooting mm-hmm. up. Uh, uh, Shooting up uh, nightclubs. Canada, uh, our neighbor to the north, they got guns up there, but they're not shooting people up. So what is it about Uh this country that breeds this level of vitriol amongst the citizens? That's the question. That needs to be answered. When you answer that question, you eliminate the problem. And see, that's the thing. I think that a lot of people do... Chop it up to, oh, they must be crazy because it's a crazy thing to think. It, it it doesn't equate in a normal mind. It's not even an option for the average Joe. But what about the people who don't uh, believe necessarily in a God? What about the people who say that this is the actions of a person who is devoid of God? It has nothing to do with uh, religiosity, that this is not because he was homophobic. This is... This is something that someone just made a choice. Do you think that religion plays a part in it? Because I've seen thread after thread about this being a political position. I even had one guy, before I got started, I did a short video, and he said this is the government um, plan. And I, I don't get it. I don't understand at what point that the government can, I guess, trick people into killing people for what political position. I mean, is it really for votes? Is it really a political move, or is this just like religious people do say, this is the side of the times, this is what we're looking forward to? Uh, do you believe in anything other than what you just said, or does some of this maybe play into it? They, they say that because they want a scapegoat so they don't have to take responsibility for it. You see, the the Native Americans will tell you, the priests would tell them, oh, this is God's will. That's why we have to slaughter your entire village and your entire family. That's the same mm-hmm. thing that, the, that, the, that the, the Catholic Church said, oh, this is God's will. It's God's will mm-hmm. that we take this land from these indigenous people. It's God's will that we take these Africans from their homeland and put them on a boat and send them across uh, uh, into a foreign land and work them to death all up and down the Western uh, Hemisphere from 
from uh, Canada all the way down to Peru. We we murder these thousands of indigenous people and bring these other folks over and and and, and help them work to make them work the land. This is God's will. That's a cop out. Mm-hmm. That's exactly mm-hmm. what that is. It's a it's mm-hmm. a it's a way in which people don't have to they blame God so they don't have to expect accept responsibility for the actions of their fellow man and a lot of people don't feel like they're responsible for their fellow man and that is because we feel disconnected from each other but what I know mm-hmm. and what my Bible teaches me is that we are all connected on this earth we are all brothers and sisters on this earth we've divided ourselves up into something very silly. Uh, in, in, in that we've divided ourselves by race and religion, okay? It's, you mm-hmm. know what that's, to me, that's like looking down at an ant bed. If I was God mm-hmm. and I was looking down at an ant bed, and I'd say, these stupid ants, they done divided themselves up into the green ants and the red ants and the brown ants, <laughs> and, and I'm going to just step on all of them and kill them all. That's how that mm-hmm. looks. That's how that looks from the outside looking in. You're fools. Mm-hmm. We are one race on this earth. Now, I accept the fact that we've divided ourselves up into races. And I appreciate mm-hmm. the fact that that I'm a black man. I love being black. I enjoy that, but I still do not sacrifice my humanity by not feeling mm-hmm. and being in contact or or empathizing mm-hmm. with other people who are hurt. Yes, those people, many of them were, were gay or lesbian, but they're still human beings. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? There are white people that right. don't empathize with black people. Those South Carolina nine that got murdered and shot, I'm sure there are white people that don't empathize with those black people purely because they can't understand. Every time you hear mm-hmm. a bomb go off, uh, a bomb, the news reports that a bomb has gone off in uh, Iraq or Afghanistan, they say, oh, yes, yeah, some insurgents were killed and, 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 oh. some, uh, and, some, and some collateral damage. That collateral mm-hmm. damage means women and children. Innocent right. women and children have been killed. You are right. being desensitized. You are losing your humanity because you're mm-hmm. not able to connect with your fellow human being. That in itself is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. How do you, though, make a connection? Because I was talking to someone just last week about the differences between sympathy and empathy. And empathy, let me see if I can get it right, empathy is when you have experience. So right. you have the emotional attachment, so you have the true identification, whereas sympathy is just you care enough in a human sense that you can fall into the same emotional stance that a person is. So how can you really ask someone, and, and I, I know how, but how can you really ask someone who doesn't have that emotional experience? Because that's what a lot of people have said, exactly what you just said. I am not gay. I'm not in Orlando. This does not affect me. I don't even have Mm -hmm. children that age, you know, like I'm here in this world by myself, so this ain't nothing to do with me. Why should I even care? That separation does what? That's cowardice. You're afraid to fear because if you begin begin to feel for your fellow men, then you would be compelled to do something about it. And that's Mm -hmm. what makes us less than Jesus. And that's why many of us Mm -hmm. will never get to that point. That's what Jesus Mm -hmm. wanted us to do. He wanted us to have compassion. And this is my Bible. Mm-hmm. You can bring any preacher that you want, and I got something mm-hmm. for Because I read my Bible, and I understand what my Bible says. So any of you preachers want to get on the phone and tell me what, I got something for you. But Jesus was what we all strive to be, help the blind see, empathize with people, to love them, to love our fellow man. This is what Jesus wanted for all of us. And if you cannot empathize with people being shot down and slaughtered in a small room, 50 people shot. Do you know how long it takes to kill 
do you know how much blood is on the ground oh. with fifty by oh. have you ever have you ever cut up a chicken and killed a live chicken and cut it up? Oh, and that's I'm a chicken. A nurse, so you know I know. It's, it's yeah. Ridiculous. Imagine it's fifty bloodied bodies on the ground, broken and bleeding, and another fifty-three wounded and laid out. That's a hundred and three, a mm-hmm. uh, hundred over a hundred bodies laid out in a small room, slaughtered mm-hmm. like animals. And you can't empathize right. with that. They right. hadn't seen right. so, uh, the likes of that. Uh, I mean, uh, that is horrific. And you can't mm-hmm. empathize now, with that. What kind of human being are you, or, right, or lack now, thereof? Some, some people didn't. Now, see, it would mean the something same. to them. It would mean mm-hmm. something to them if somebody came up in their house and did that. You right, see what right, I mean? Right. Now, here's the thing: if you can't empathize with your neighbor being shot, how can you expect mm-hmm. your neighbor to empathize with you? You mm-hmm. want white folks and brown folks and people around the world to feel the pain of 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 uh, of Trayvon Martin. Uh, uh, the young brother Michael up in St. Louis, but you can't empathize with their pain simply because somebody said it was a gay club, so you assumed that everybody in there was gay. But let me tell right, you something. Right. It's people in your neighborhood that's gay. The doctor and the lawyer and the nurse and the people who saved your life and your children's life and, and the police officer and the fireman who, who came and saved you, they're gay too. Your favorite actor mm-hmm. is gay. Your favorite mm-hmm. rapper is gay. Your favorite songstress is gay. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I'm, this is coming mm-hmm. from a heterosexual black man who is not for that lifestyle. I'm against it, but damn it, I'm a human being first. And so I'm going to empathize with these people. And I'm going mm-hmm. to feel compassionate because I've lost people. I've, you know, have had relatives bleed out in the street and there's nothing I can do about it. Can you imagine mm-hmm. a scene and you can't, and you can't empathize with, with those people because you say they're gay or they live in Orlando? What kind of fools are you? You're lower than the animals. Even animals come right. check on other animals. Right, right. I'm, 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 I'm shocked that people wanted – well, I'm not shocked. Do you think that there was a, a, a purpose for the media to say that this is a gay club? Do you think that it was a political position or that this was just – Again, it's just a fact. Make- you, 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 mm-hmm. It's just the fact of what it is. I mean, people, oh, what, what are they not supposed to report as a gay club? Then it would be a conspiracy. Why they didn't tell us it's a gay club? You, you, okay. you, you take the facts that come. You do your research if you're that concerned about it. But the bottom line, 50, uh, 53, uh, over 100 people were shot, 50 of which died, and maybe more people will die. That's the bottom line. The question is, why did this happen? And my assessment is that that we live in a toxic environment in this country where there is no justice for all there is no equality for all and there never has been in this country and until we change that until we address the hard question no amount of gun control is going to do anything you can't so what you stop selling guns you you ban the sale of uh, semi-assault rifles or ar-15s or ak-40 so what it's 300 million guns out there right now Chicago has mm-hmm. some of the toughest gun laws in, the, in in America, and that's not stopping anybody from getting shot and killed up there, is it? No, it's not. Actually, no. So what is it in the climate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is it in the climate that's compelling people to kill each other or making it so mm-hmm. easy for them to pull the trigger and lay somebody out? It's the climate, my sister. Mm-hmm. It's the climate, and until we as Americans, until we as citizens, until we step back and say, okay, we need to create a climate that doesn't foster these sort of uh, uh, killings. Because
because this is not something mm-hmm. that's happening everywhere. Why is there so much mm-hmm. hate? And then we had to go into the inception of this country and the injustices in which it was founded on, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So are you saying, and I'm, I, I think we agree on a lot, I think we agree on most of everything. Do you think, though, that socially the climate gives value to all life equally? Because we were damn talking about a gorilla last week. We right. All lives do all lives do not matter. All mm-hmm. lives don't matter because black lives don't matter, and brown mm-hmm. lives don't matter. See, when brown mm-hmm. lives and black lives matter as much as white lives and police lives and and that, mm-hmm. then all lives will matter. But all lives don't mm-hmm. matter as much. That's what that's my whole point. So now mm-hmm. that you've labeled these people gay or lesbian, mm-hmm. you got people in, in on social media and heartless people saying, "Oh well." Uh, that's not me, so they don't matter as much. Oh, you know, and that is just horrible. That's an atrocity. You've lost your you've mm-hmm. lost your humanity when you say things mm-hmm. like that. That's mm-hmm. that that's somebody that's somebody's doctor that got killed in there. That's somebody's school teacher, a nurse. How, what that's a that's a military person who's gone off and fought for your freedom. That's a that's a that's a, a a baby doctor who's helped bring children into the world. They got slaughtered and shot last night or, or the other night. Right, right. So these people right. are not worthy simply because of the choices that they make and who they sleep with. Yeah, I disagree with it, but also disagree with gamblers. And the Bible says mm-hmm. that that's a sin too. So what happens? Mm-hmm. Do you see people running in the uh, casinos in Vegas and shooting them up, or the local mm-hmm. uh, uh, store down the street in Louisiana going to the boat shooting them up? Would you think? Would you be compassionate then? Huh? But they're right. sinners too. What about the fornicators? How about we? Right. They, they, so if they went to a regular club, would you say, oh, well, they was they was in there listening to that world of music in there? Well, what about the uh, the doggone uh, the choir director? He was probably in there too, in your church, mm-hmm. your pastor, with your pastor. How about that? <laughs> and see, yeah. when you bring religion into it, I think people automatically go into this very basic judgmental stance, which is what I saw consistently all day long, and I understand that you think that that's appropriate, but to me it's the opposite stance of what your whole position is about. I cannot get That wasn't what my Jesus Christ was about. Jesus wasn't about that. Jesus said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. You can judge all you Mm -hmm. want, but who's going to be the Mm -hmm. executioner? That's what Jesus Mm -hmm. said. Feel free to judge, but the only Mm -hmm. one that can execute the one should execute is the one that has committed no sin. So who's going to execute? All of y'all listening to this radio broadcast, all you listening via Internet, if you are without sin at all, you ain't even thought about fornicating and eating eating too much, committing adultery and, 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 and smoking weed lying. and drinking and abusing, lying and all that, cheating on your taxes, coming late sloth. All, all anybody who hadn't done any of that, you can be the executioner. But everybody else, you fall short. And I'm gonna tell you, we all fall short. So let God do the judging and the execute. Feel free to judge as a Christian would, and I'm talking to my Christian brother. But let judge God be the executioner. And I find it ironic that they don't mind that this man who was a, a Muslim. They, uh, I mean, as much animosity as a lot of my Christian brothers have with my Muslims, they don't mind him being the sword of God and justifying his crazy activity, his crazy, uh, ruthless, heinous actions. Because what they deem people who are uh, 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 gay, uh, more of sinners than they do uh, uh, their their sins. They judge those sins mm-hmm. of others harsher than they do their own. That makes them a hypocrite, in my mm-hmm. opinion. 
You don't go around killing. You do not try to sit here and have these. I, w- I wish somebody would get on here and try and justify killing 50 people because of some actions well, that they made. Uh, actually, I, I, I just, because I, I there's a lot of folks on YouTube that need to get it then. If that's the, that's the call, if that's the uh, right. uh, standard that we're going to use from now on. Right. Well, I, I think that they don't see it as judging. They don't see it. They feel like it's something written down in the book, but they don't read the full scripture. So I'm not sure how they can justify one without the other because they're all Sister, they, they, they don't know what they're talking about. That's the problem. Right. Man, half these folks, right. they don't even read the Bible. They're just saying mm-hmm. what they think they thought. They ain't, they're mm-hmm. not reading the Bible. They reading, mm-hmm. They're not even, they're not even look, ain't read Luke, John, Revelations, or none of that. And if they did, well, they don't do understand say, what they read. Well, what do you say to the people who are non-believers? There was a post by one of my friends. I don't care if they believe or not. You go in there and shoot up 50 people, that's wrong. Don't You don't need a Bible that, to tell you that. You don't need a Quran okay. to tell you that. You don't need a Holy Torah to tell you, Torah to tell you that. You don't need your uh, Egyptian, Egyptology and your 5% religion. You don't need that. You don't need Buddhism to tell you killing 50 innocent people is wrong. Do you? Right. And you need no, a bi- you, you need a book to tell you that's wrong. No, no. I think what I was trying to say. What happens if you what if you a little boy or a little girl and you at your mama's house and you go hit your little brother or sister? Your mama smack you, right? Right. You can't even read. You two, three years old. You smack. You realize early on you're not supposed to do harm to other people, do you? Don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need a book to tell you that. I don't care what you believe. I don't care if you believe or not. You hurt other people. That's wrong, period. Okay. And and, and yeah. I agree. But what do you say to the people who use this analogy? And I was going to say the non-believers mm-hmm. or the five percenters or whoever they uh, believe in, people who are just calling themselves uh, realists, who say right. that this is, just, this is just the effect of what happened in Tulsa. This is just the effect of what happened um, years ago when we were killed back in 1917, this is what happened when they want to say that we were, this is the worst American uh, tragedy, deadly uh, tragedy, and the truth is, is in East St. Louis in 1917, there were up to 700 people killed. They were African-American. Up in Arkansas in 1919, there were 854 deaths. In the Tulsa massacre of 1921, there were upward to 3,000 deaths. In Rosewood, 150 deaths in 1923. Mm-hmm. What do you say to those people? Because they're not, they don't read. I said, I, I said what you I said, said earlier. There's a climate of okay. injustice and inequality in this country, and that's what mm-hmm. needs to be addressed. That's why the okay. incidents in Rosewood and Tulsa happened. That's why the South Carolina 9 happened. That's why this Orlando 50 happened. Because this mm-hmm. country was founded on injustice and inequality and atrocities. There's a climate. And then you have people like Donald Trump and these Tea Party folks and these racists that didn't like Obama, so they did everything they could to undermine him and, and declare mm-hmm. his presidency illegitimate. This is the climate that we exist in. Now, what came mm-hmm. of that was not what they expected. Maybe they expected mm-hmm. this South Carolina 9 guy, but they didn't expect mm-hmm. this Omar Mateen guy who went and shot these people up in this club. But this is what happened when you have, a, uh, when you have land that is saturated mm-hmm. with hate and inequality. Mm-hmm. What's going to spring up from there is hateful people who are angry. Mm-hmm. That is just mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And until we mm-hmm. correct 
the atmosphere, until we correct the climate in this country and make it justice for all and equality and what the founders of this country truly wanted, we're never going to have peace. You're always going to have gun violence. And if it ain't gun violence, it's going to be bombs. If it's not that, it's going to be something else. You see what I mean? And pretty soon it's going to be biological agents. Check me, check my mm-hmm. word on that. Give me 20 years on that. It's going to be biological mm-hmm. agents and poisons and bacteria and viruses being unleashed because that's where we're going with this technology. It doesn't, it's, it's not before, I'm sure there was somebody said, we're going to ban cannons because cannons are weapons of mass destruction. And before that, we're going to ban bows and arrows because bows and arrows are weapons of mass destruction. And now we got semi-automatic rifles and pretty soon we have laser beams and then from then forward we have viruses and bacteria that kill off mass people it's the mm-hmm. climate it's not the weapon mm-hmm. it's not the tool it's the climate you understand okay. what i'm so saying sis? i do so how do we change the climate how do we change First, the climate? i think a good start is with the justice system you know, a okay. good start is to say, you know what, we need to really overhaul this justice system. We need to look back at all these cases of people who have been unjustly incarcerated and figure out where the justice system went wrong. And we need to mm-hmm. really step back as a country and be and be concerned about our fellow man starting with the lowest. We need to do more about taking care of our poor and our uneducated and our people. We got people starving right here in Detroit. And in, in, in Houston, Texas, and Los Angeles, California, we need to do what Jesus Christ said: do when you want to bring up religion. I don't care if you believe or not. We need to take, we need to correct the justice system so that it's more just. So that instead of black, see, black people get justice, but apparently, mm-hmm. privileged white people, and I ain't talking about the poor white ones. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the rich white ones. They get the benefit of the doubt. You see the difference? Right? Mm-hmm. Black people get reasonable doubt. Uh, rich white white people, especially white males, get the benefit of the doubt. You understand what I'm saying when I say that? So mm-hmm. we need to correct that so that's an even playing field all the way around. That's one thing. We need to we need to make sure the school systems are equal, equal funding. See, this is how we go about correcting the correcting the climate. This is how we correct these past wrongs that we commit. This is how we begin to heal. We give justice to all, equality for all for all, fairness for all, at least attempt to go in that direction. But as it is right now, it's openly unfair. The justice system is openly unfair. Anytime you can have a police officer shoot people down in the street on videotape Uh or choke a man out in New York, five or six of them jumping on him like a a pack of wolves and choke him out and killing him for nothing more than selling loose cigarettes, that's Uh injustice. You you okay. might as well. That's that's like back in the day. I, a reckless eyeballing would get you uh, put in jail for five years if you were a black man. Uh, uh, looking at a white woman to get you put in jail for uh, hard labor, or uh, uh, not 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 uh, taking your hat off uh, uh, when you're walking down the street and white people passing by. These sort of trumped up type charges. That's the same thing I see with that man uh, who got choked out in New York. That's just some Jim Crow era. Lost. That is injustice. And as long as we have injustice in this country, we will not have peace. We will not mm-hmm. have. We will continue having a toxic climate where where these hateful people are springing up. So if, don't blame him. Blame yourself. If you mm-hmm. were taking mm-hmm. that, it, it, blame yourself. That's the character mm-hmm. of this country, and that's the direction in which we headed. You people who support Trump, especially you black people, you have no business supporting that hate-filled man. As much mm-hmm. hate as we've endured, 
You, mm-hmm. You're telling him you're going to build a wall between here and Mexico. This was Mexico. This was northern Mexico. This is all that country. And the reason they lost their country is because the, the Texans, the white Texans came and said, we're going to bring these black slaves down here whether you like it or not. And the Mexican government said, no, slavery is outlawed in our country, and this is northern uh, Mexico, and we're not going to have it. So that's what the Alamo was fought about. And then after that, the, the white folks, the racist Confederate type, used that as a reason to go down and invade Mexico, and then they just co-opted their land. So they lost their land for fighting for your freedom, and now you're willing to side with Donald Trump saying we need to build a wall up. What kind of fool are you? That's what I want to ask you, to side with a man like Donald Trump. That make you are subjected to the, I mean, look, let me tell you something. Between the slave-making Christian doctrine, and these mm-hmm. my 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 poor ignorant black brothers and sisters that mm-hmm. don't want to do away with the system of white supremacy racism. They basically just want a better position in it. That's what they mm-hmm. really want. So they're willing to mm-hmm. side with this destructive, crazy, bloated, uh, uh, insane man called Donald Trump, and go with mm-hmm. his side and, and and go against the poor and downtrodden people that's just like them. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about the white folks. The poor whites and, and the folks that have never been privileged are just trying to live out their American dream was made a promise that nobody seems to be keeping to them, and they're frustrated. I'm talking to the ones that know better. Stop being used and fooled. Gun uh-huh. control is a side. Is is a side. That's that's just that's foolishness. You're not gonna control the guns. That that's you're not gonna. That's not. That's just the uh, that's that's like trying to take the fork from somebody to keep them from eating. They're just gonna eat with their mouth to get something else to eat with. You see what I mean? That's foolishness. The issue is we have a toxic climate in this country that needs to be corrected, and until we correct that climate, it's not going to change. Well, we got a couple people that have hung in there with us, and I want to be able to allow them to have their position and speak either to myself or to you or just to say their piece because this is what we're doing. And we're not trying to convince anybody of one thing or the other, but we're trying to let you hear and listen to something that may not be something that you know about even yourself. Because honestly, I'm not going to even lie. I was probably no different from anybody else when I heard about it. I wanted to know who the shooter was. Lord, please, just who is this shooter? I said, now, I know if they have a name that is not Jackson, Johnson, black, brown, green, it's going to be someone named Smith. Uh, uh, Jefferson or something else, and it automatically put me in this whole statistical, what you think has happened in the past is what you think is coming, and it was so not that. And a lot of people felt like, oh, this is just what those people do. I mean, I actually heard people say, what else do you expect? And I'm like, really? Well, we've not even talked about the guy in California who they arrested before he got to do anything at the Leslie, at the Pride Parade. Right. Like he's just he's just right now a suspect. He's never been even said to have the potential to be a terrorist, but he was there he was armed even the more so than the killer in Orlando. But I'm familiar with that. I'm not sure why they don't call him a terrorist. So let's see what the other calls have to say. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number, eight zero two six. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Did you want to weigh in? I agree 100% with Dennis um, on this. I haven't seen much on the blog today, um, 
well, actually on Facebook uh, about the churches weighing in. Um, I think I may have briefly uh, saw some comments when you went live today, but what mm-hmm. church people have to remember, you know, when you start judging, when God when God comes to judge his people, he's coming to the house of the Lord first. Mm. That's that's mm. the first place that he's coming to, to his house, not mm-hmm. to those that haven't even chosen him. He's coming to his house. So what's the difference in what happens at um, Saturday night, Saturday morning, then in, in, mm-hmm. that took place in the church? What did the church people do wrong that a gunman mm-hmm. came in and killed people? What did they do wrong? So when we when we when we just keep on it, you know, church people, it, it just it it irks me that that the outside world, and this is my thing, and I'm just gonna say this because I I just don't I don't want to get all uh all spiced up tonight. It, it it amazes me that church people can pass by people that are sitting under the tree going to church. And would condemn those brothers or sisters or whoever because they're sitting under the tree drinking their beer, but you chose to go to church. But you have to realize in most cases there is more loyalty under those trees with those people that are drinking beer, that are smoking weed, that are smoking crack, because they know that they are not clean and they're not going in God's house playing. But you want to put on this 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 war and just go in pretending that you're somebody that you're not supposed to be. And then we just want to say, okay, these people got killed. I have I have gay family members. I have um uh I I, I have sympathy. I have empathy for these mothers mm-hmm. that have lost their children, that have lost their, their mm-hmm. uh their son, their daughters. Just because mm-hmm. the people the everybody that was in that nightclub, I don't to me I didn't interpret them as being gay simply because I have friends that are gay, and I mm-hmm. may have gone to gone out with them just say for instance for their birthday, and they wanted to go to this mm-hmm. club. And okay, I'm, I'm I'm not ashamed to walk with mm-hmm. my gay friend. I'm not ashamed mm-hmm. to walk with them. Okay, mm-hmm. I could have gotten caught up into that. So right. who am I to say because I attend Bible study, Sunday school, church? Who am I to say that oh? Uh, that happened because cause they gay. They they seeing it. Okay, I didn't sleep with somebody else's husband. I didn't have a boy. Okay, so so what makes me different? What makes me different? What was not, there's no sin greater than another. So how who am I? Who am I to condemn these people when I don't slept with somebody's husband? I don't got high. I don't have an abortion. Okay, I got blood on my hands too. So who am I? It's it's only one hell. All the sinners okay. are going there, right? Okay. Ain't no levels and, and, to hell. Exactly. We all gonna burn in that lake of fire unless and, we redeem and, and, ourselves. Exactly. If, if, so if, who if is the fornicator and the, the liar to judge the, the gay person or the lesbian person? Right, right, right. So, right. so let's let's eliminate that religious. First. Yeah. I think that mm. is wonderful mm. to be able to be transparent enough to own who you are, and that's one of the things that you even said, Dennis, earlier when we were talking. It it, it allows people an excuse not to look at themselves but to exclude themselves from where the happening happens until it knocks yeah. on your front door. If, if, if they have to start being concerned, if they have to empathize and they have to be concerned and they got to start worrying about their own butts. See, this toxic mm-hmm. environment is not isolated to one group. 
You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what color you are. What goes around will come back around. It don't matter if you mm-hmm. live in a lily white neighborhood. You're going to deal with something over there. Whether or not you're living mm-hmm. in the ghettos of uh, Chicago or Detroit or Houston, Texas or Miami, Florida, you're going to deal with something over there. You're going to deal with mm-hmm. something in this toxic environment because all of this hate is growing up. It's spewing up out of the ground like plants mm-hmm. and grass and weeds. You just can't stop it from growing. So either we get come together as a nation of people and change this environment or we all going to mm-hmm. con- uh, continue to suffer. Okay, zero four seven zero. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Did you want to weigh in? Uh, I really just got on, and I was trying to get a, a you know a feel for what the exact topic is. What what's your what's your topic? Well, the <laughs> okay, come on. You know, and, and, and it's funny that you said that because Ben has asked me that a couple times. The reason why I wanted to do this show is because it really wasn't topic, purely topic-driven because it wasn't about the lesbian, gay, the LGBTQ. It really wasn't about um, domestic terrorism per se. It's just about the attitude to just simple human death that I'm just appalled at. Uh, some people took to Facebook, took to Twitter, and kind of said what they thought, and everybody has the right to do that at this point in this world today. And we're just kind of trying to wrap our heads around how some people can totally uh, discount the value of the life, regardless of if they were in a heterosexual club, if they were in a church in Charleston, if they were in a movie theater in Lafayette, Louisiana, if you were on a sidewalk selling uh, cigarettes in New York. It really doesn't change the end result, which is a body bag and a loss of life, to somebody's family. Now, this the gravity of this death has been promoted as the, the largest U.S. domestic terroristic act in the world, and some people who have uh, no particular religious affiliation feels like this is retribution for the years of black people not being cared for and being killed at the same tune. And then you have the opposite uh, or sometimes even the same where the religious community, the Christian community in particular, saying that this is the abomination expression of revelation. And this is just what we're going to have more and more of this if you don't get right church and let's go home. So I'm trying to see what you particularly feel about it one way or the other. We don't damn on this show. We just like to hear what people have to say if they have a say in, in, in this topic. Okay. Well, considering you you've uh, got a chance to look at my last two live videos, and uh, thanks for you know um, you know I was in violation the first time when I thought about it. Like, yeah, I don't need to bring that kind of light to this company. But um, right. <laughs> it's it's like I said, um, and I no, and I spoke I on the. Listen, before you get started, I don't want to expose who you are unless you expose who you are, but let me just give a little bit of background on the video. I watched your video, and I think I know who you are, and the title of your video is, uh, I just want to slap God or something like that. And because of that Uh, title, uh, I just wanted to see what you had to say. I just wanted to see what you had to say. And listen, I'm not, I promise you, this show does not damn anybody's position or anything like that because everybody has the right to think how they want to think. And now with Facebook Live, you can post what you want, what you want to post. 
I'm trying to understand exactly what would is your position that you were stating um, a mockery of people who do believe in God and that their God failed them somehow, or are you saying this is what their God allows them to do? I couldn't really get what you were saying. Okay. Um, the title of the, the video was I'd, I'd Be the First to Smack God. And mm-hmm. um, like a lot of the people that's on my friends list or statement, follow me. Yeah, a lot of the people that's on my friends list and that follow me, I think I got a total of 9,000 followers, but a lot of these people are non-religious. So they have a an idea of what I'm trying to convey. And mm-hmm. I give... I give instances and information. Like I said, by the book, first off, you have what was considered the the flood, the great flood. Um, God flooded the world because the people were living in sin and this, that, and the other, right? I mean, that's that's what the book says. Is that correct? That, that was a that was a parable in the book that is about the great flood, but I'm trying to understand how that okay. equates. So, okay. Okay, so we have the Great Flood, which pretty much wipes out civilization, except for the family, Noah. So when you think about it, a bunch of babies and kids were also flooded in this Great Flood. Innocent Mm -hmm. kids, innocent babies, lives were Mm -hmm. taken because a certain particular sect or culture of people wasn't listening Mm -hmm. to the commands or going by the laws. So rather than dealing with that particular those particular instances, the whole world was flooded, right? That's one thing okay. we have. Go ahead. No, okay, so there are innocent people, women and children killed in every war calculated throughout history. So I'm well, still talking about well, that's what I'm saying. This is not a man made thing where it's a war. This is Okay. Who was supposed to be omnipresent, omni, omnificent? The Creator. This mm-hmm. is blood on His hand, and so or her Or I always said that religion has no balance. Everyone thinks of God as He. So, and even in the video, I said I'm saying He just for uh, mm-hmm. purposes of what people how they identify with Him. And so, like in another story, you have 42 kids. They were poking fun at an old man, and God sent down two bears to maul the kids to death. And so my point was, the God of the Bible did way more killing and petty killing, uh, minuscule killing, killing for just the, the craziest reasons, not because a tribe or a group of men went into a town and killed up a whole family so God revenged their death by killing these men. No, God was killing by the book for the most craziest reasons, like just petty. Like, oh, you're not listening? Strike down, plagues, uh, killing firstborn, okay, so killing 42 people. So, 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 so I'm saying, saying that, that are, is it that you're telling us that, that this mass murder was justified because God kills? No, this what I was saying in my video, why I'd said, why I'd smack God. So this is two different things. I led up to that. In that video, but the, the beginning of the video will just give a description why I say why I would smack God. And basically, our people praise a mass murderer, a, ma- a diabolical murderer. From all the lives that God taken in the Bible that you read about and the senseless ways of doing it, 
That's but this is the same God right. that gives all the lives too. So does it, does it justify for him that God to, in such petty ways, to kill and not even just like the ones that should be killed wasn't killed. It's just some real petty you stuff. You have children, brother. I got one. On Do you the have way. children? Do you discipline? You'll be disciplining your children, right? Because you're the father, right? Are you Hello? there, Phil? He's still there. Maybe, maybe the brother will call back. I was enjoying that. Okay. Uh, hopefully the brother will call back. He has a very uh, intriguing perspective, and I'd like to talk to him more about that, if he can call back, uh, brother. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think what the brother was saying was that we praise a God who allows killing. And my point to that is that God gives all the life. If If, if you subscribe to those beliefs, if you're a Christian or a Muslim mm-hmm. and you and a, a Jewish person and you subscribe to those beliefs, God giveth mm-hmm. and the Lord taketh away. But any father has a right to discipline his children. Any parent has mm-hmm. a right to discipline their children when they're not listening. Mm-hmm. You see, so mm-hmm. you know, in, in that perspective, that's the way I look at that. Uh, mm-hmm. Life and death are part of the circle of life, and we just have to deal with it. But another thing I will say is that the Bible has a lot of parables in it. And oftentimes mm-hmm. we read them, and if we take them literally, then we won't truly understand. Right. There's not enough water on this earth to cover the entire surface of the earth. So we have yeah. to accept the story of Noah's Ark as a parable and a lesson to be learned. For instance, mm-hmm. in the story of Jonah and the whale, we have to take it as a parable because, of course, we know that a whale, a man cannot live in a whale's stomach for any uh, period of time because the stomach acid would digest the man. Right? We can agree with that. So that is obviously a parable in which uh, a Bronze Age man wrote a story so that other people, poets and whatnot, who wrote that story, Mm -hmm. wrote a story so that other people would derive that lesson of life from that. So let's let's take that and and understand what we're reading before we, you know, assume to take it literally. Now, as far as mass killing, there's no justification Mm -hmm. for mass killing. And if the Lord wanted to do it, let the Lord do it. Don't you take an AR-15 or some automatic gun or something and go kill him. Let God do that. If God wants somebody to let him do it or her do it, you understand? He got plenty of, if he's all-powerful God, got plenty of which ways to kill you. He's demonstrated that in the, in the, holy, in the, in the good book. So let him do it. And let me let, let me make sure that he knows that he's not cut off. Your line is still open. You lost me. I've never lost you. I still see your number here, so you can definitely talk. Now, if you if you if you're back on and you call back in, your number is still here. Yeah, I hopefully the brother called back in. I, I can still see him here. He's never disappeared, so I don't know why he's okay. uh, texting me saying I cut him off. But this is the thing: I'm not here to damn anybody's perspective. I'm oh, no. not even here to convert I, anybody into I, any difference. And, and I think Dennis yeah. can say the same. No, not at all. I'm just here to discuss these points, but. I also think that your topic today is the lack of empathy that people have for the for for the atrocities committed upon their fellow man and the reasons that they justify that, i.e. religion. Oh, it didn't happen. Religion, proximity. Uh, it didn't. It didn't happen here. Uh, these are the reasons that they've been using. So we're just discussing those reasons. You know, the right. lack of empathy that we seem to show for our fellow man behind the cover of social media at that. 
You see, every everybody is an empathizer in public and in, in person at their job, at their jobs and stuff. They empathize in because that's the politically correct thing to do. But behind social mm-hmm. media, behind the closed doors of social media and they fake email accounts and fake pictures, they feel free to say what they want to say. And then you see the actual mm-hmm. vitriol and and lack of empathy and contempt that they have for their fellow man, which is in itself, mm-hmm. I believe, a sin. You see, we're all connected on this earth. We're all human beings. We're all one race. And the reason I know is because I have a science background and we all can interbreed. And therefore, we are one race, one species of people. And you can, if you can interbreed and produce viable offspring, then that means that you are one species. You see, when you can't produce viable offspring, then that means you're a different species. Like, for instance, a mule is a combination of a donkey and a horse. That mule is coming from two different species of esquine. I think they call it esquine, basically. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and so because that mule can't reproduce, that's how you know those two animals are different species. Human beings, no matter what color, whatever color, ethnicity, or race, when they come together, they can have babies and the babies can reproduce. So we're all one species as a matter of science. Mm -hmm. Now, mm-hmm. we decided to divide ourselves up and have a race and see who's going to be the best. That's on us. You got your black mm-hmm. team and the white team and the brown team and the red team and the yellow team and the in-between team, and we all in a race. And that's why they call it race, because it's just a race, a competition for power and, and, and resources and land and influence. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. That's, this, that's this foolishness that we're involved in right now, on this this dirty little mud rock that we call Earth. And at some point, Uh hopefully in the next few centuries, we'll get over that. But I think at this point, what we have to do is we have to change the atmosphere of this country. Mm -hmm. If we're going to continue to be leaders in the world, let's lead from the front. Let's change the toxic atmosphere that we have that produces these hate-filled people like this South Carolina 9, uh, Dylan Ruth, and this uh, Omar Martin guy and Timothy McVeigh and these sort of folks. Let's change that environment that we have. Let's heal ourselves, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You're back on the air. Can you hear us? Zero four seven zero. I don't know what happened, but I see you there. Are, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Okay. Welcome okay, back, brother. You did. Yeah, you did. I didn't drop you. I don't. We don't do that here. We don't have to agree, but we have to respect each other's positions enough to listen. And we were listening, totally listening to you. And I think, yeah. um, I, brother, I think you left now, off. You were saying that we have a, a God who. Uh, mm-hmm. Go, go ahead. You, you can continue. Well, yeah. So I would just basically um, just outline the fact that we as human beings we praise a God that, according to the Bible had did more killing than the devil. Um, I I tried to uh, do some research on how many people the devil actually killed, and I didn't come up with anything. I know somebody put 10 on one of my posts, but uh, they didn't give any references. And the, the only story that I can recall, whereas when uh, the devil, in the story, the devil went to God and, like, well, you know, they only praise you because you do, you know, you keep them protected and if you give story you Joe. Your, yeah, you take away your head of protection, then I bet you know, I bet they won't praise you then. And so in retrospect it's like the devil and God just played a game with human life in the Bible, you know what I'm saying? Ain't like that God, cold? 
<laughs> yeah, so like God, like yeah, bet. All right, let's see what you got. Show me what you got. So, yeah. what what type of a person that we would praise would just play with our lives according to this book? Now I know it's it's all allegory and it's all parables, but a lot of people take the word of like God in the Bible as something literally. You know what I mean? I know. You know, I did my research. I understand that certain things have been plagiarized from. If you want to go back to the the Nile Valley, you know, uh, Kemet, Egypt, whatever you want to call it, you know, there's certain stories in these pyramid pyramid texts. But I got a question. They, but I got a question. I got a question, and we're going into this whole realm of the belief of God or not. When we got fifty dead people, whether you believe it or not, mm-hmm. whether, whether you believe it or not, there are fifty dead people by the 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 mouth of a, of a human being, not a spirit, not an idea. They are fifteen. Who took life? Period. And who? How do we deal with that, brother? Right. Who? who, What what is that about? Like, what does that have to do with your religious perspective, your sexual perspective, or not? No. When I when I spoke about that, when I spoke about that particular instance, when I was saying about religion. Uh, a lot of the wars and a lot of the terror attacks, all those are either religious or political. You know, those attacks are either going to be a religious, a religious extreme um, mm-hmm. that's doing something according to their ideology, or it's a political mm-hmm. war front between two countries or nations. So when I was speaking about it, like, okay, this is what religion has created. You know, with all these different ideologies, this is what we've come to. You know, people are actually mm-hmm. killing other people according to what their word says and their religion says. And, you know, that's infidels in Islam and in Christianity. A lot of people don't even realize that there's infidel in Christianity because it's, like, not so extreme now. But back then, it was extreme, mm-hmm. whereas if you didn't believe what the Christians believe, they mm-hmm. go to war. They shed blood. But, but how, you know what I mean? How is that in it? And I'm just making healthy conversations. I'm not, I'm not coming against you because I don't disagree with anything you just said, but how is that any different from a non-spiritual belief system like Christianity, Christianity and, say, Buddhism versus a person who just don't like black people and a person who just don't like uh, white people or a person who don't like that you sleep with boys if you're a boy or vice versa? That that's a religion in itself because religion gets thrown around like a discipline. It's a discipline supposed to be a discipline of thought. That's proof and brother, just because you re- just because you reject what I call that slave making uh, Christianity that was taught to many black people and was passed down to us, that doesn't mean religion has not served a great purpose. Because I guarantee you this, I know many people. If they didn't believe in God, the world would be a whole lot worse than what it is right now because that's about the only thing holding them back. You understand what I'm saying? Some people will use religion. They will use the Bible as a sword, but other people will use it to keep them contained within themselves. You understand? I mean, let me let me, let me me lay it out for you. I got a cousin right now did 11 years in, 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 uh, in Pelican Bay. Proud that he set the started the race riots off back in two. He, he said, "I set the race riots off back in 2000." Now, before he found God, he was a lot worse than what he was. And the only thing keeping him from being the tyrant that he could be is his belief in God. 
So I want him to continue believing in God because <laughs> I don't want him to be out there doing the stuff that he was doing. And there are dozens and hundreds and most likely thousands of other people like that out there. So let's mm-hmm. let them have their religion. Let's let them do that. You're going to have people like this man Omar Martin and people like the Ku Klux Klan who use religion as a reason or use science as a reason to commit the atrocities that was on their heart anyway. See, some people mm-hmm. will pervert that religion. Some people will pervert Islam and Christianity and, and Judaism and Buddhism and Hinduism and commit atrocities so that they and, and blame that religion so they don't have to accept personal responsibility for themselves. That's what I find. But re- again, a tyrant doesn't really need a reason. Just the wind blew a different way. They used to look up at the stars and say, oh, the the we we on a war path or whatever because the sun is you know, the ball, I, I rolled out the chicken feet, and it says it's time to go to war. You understand what I'm saying, brother? Yeah, I hear you. On a lower level, yeah, I can understand that. But when you're looking at it on a larger scheme of things, that's just like uh, religion played a big part in the whole 9-11 thing. You know what I'm saying? It's one country versus another this country supposedly knocked down the towers. Okay, in God's name, we're going to go back. This is what the president said. So now it's a, it's a religious thing. It has religious ties behind it, and then it becomes Brother, these white These white folks and these Arabs have been fighting each other for thousands of years. So that's, that's what, what I'm saying. So about. Under the, on I, a I don't level, think they really need a reason. Even before Islam, they were fighting each other. Even before Christianity, they were fighting each other. That's just what they've been doing. That, I mean, that's and even in, even in the mother continent, Africans were fighting each other, and they had a, they all believed in the same God. You see what I'm saying? So really, you don't need a reason. This is just the nature of man. We are we are who we are. Our religion is a manifestation of who we are on the inside. The God that we praise is a reflection of who we are on the inside. You understand, my brother? So religion that's that religion that we write down and we call religion is really just an outward manifestation of who we are on the inside. So who you ever you pray to is is the God reflected within you. That's why the Greeks, with their pagan ways, their gods were pagan. You see? Mm-hmm. So so let's not. It, it's it, you know a tyrant doesn't need a a tyrant doesn't need a reason. But as far as these people who were slaughtered by this man, you see, you know, mm-hmm. yes. According to some testimonies, because he saw two men kissing each other and he was outraged because they did in front of his son. Okay, but before that, he was getting ready to kill us all because we were infidels or, or, or non-believers. You see what I mean, brother? He had a reason. He just need, he had a bunch of reasons to choose from. He was gonna do it, right? And it all boils down to what. He was going to do it. That was we, what was in his heart to do. About on, the, on this major level massacre, it all boils down to what? Ideology. It was in his heart to do it. And, and it, it all not, boils it, down to the fact you know that what? we are in a hate-filled climate here in the United but you know States. What? You know why it was in his heart? Because of his his doctrine. That's why it's in his heart. You know what I'm saying? It, and that's what I went back and I told you. What I what I told you when I spoke about infidel, it's in both it's, it's in both of the major religions. It's just that now the Islam part of it, they have extremists. Back then, the Christian had extremists. We talk about the Christian crusades and all these bloody wars, holy wars. You know, that's that's one of our major problems right now. Now, like you said, true indeed, it can help some people like that might 
had been on the edge, but that's all they know to turn to because our prior generations, that's all they, they've taught. You know what I'm saying? They didn't teach knowledge of self. When you they say prior generations, you're talking about black people, Africans? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about within the, the past four or 500 years. Well, you know, black people have a history of 80,000 years, and all that time we've always believed in the great creator. We never we stopped, believe, we, but I think it was more know, spiritual like than to, religious. I like to, I like to bring up a point that I like to bring up a point that at one time we were we we was never we wasn't monotheistic at one point of time. Now at you, what time you, was you, that, bro? I would say around twelve fifty. It was right before Thorough Akanon. All right, but see that 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 those Egyptians that you're talking about in what they call Lower Egypt came from the Nubian race, which was the darker race down in more closer to Central Africa. They always believed in, in the one God and the great creator. They had representations of God. Are you sure? They, they had those. representations of natures of uh, aspects of nature, not God. Yeah, but no, those are representations of God. Let me But aside from that, brother, back to this, like I said before, a tyrant, will use any reason or no reason at all to justify what's in his heart. And see, this man, it wouldn't matter if he was a Christian, if these people was gay, or maybe they looked at him wrong. That he was going to do it anyway, that was what was in his heart. So the question is, what is fostering this environment that are causing all these mass shootings in the United States? And my belief is that it's injustice in the environment, and you have people like Donald Trump stirring up this hate. It's the hate that hate produced is what I'm looking at. Well, I'm going to say this because we always get um, on to one particular point, and I knew religion was going to be a part of it because more than not, I think, I'm going to tell you what I think when I get ready to end the show. We got like 35 minutes. Dennis, tell us how the people can get in contact with you if they have a break or they need to well, I mean, or something. Well, let me end it like or this. I grew up in L.A., like mm-hmm. you know, and I got a lot of friends that were, on either side of the gang life, whether it was Crips or Bloods or whatever, and they wasn't no more Christian than anybody else. All they needed was a reason. The reason that they had was because he had on blue clothes or blue rag, and he had a red rag. And I'm sure it's the same way up in, in Chicago, vice lords and brothers and folks. So it's not about religion. It's about what's in your heart. If you grew up and you have issues and you have problems and you begin to lash out and and the environment that you're in is fostering that hate, then these are the steps that you will take. So religion, let's eliminate religion. It's not because of the man's religion. It's because of the man. And the reason that it's happening at a high frequency in this country is because of the unjust environment that we have for all. We need to have justice in this country. We need to direct resources to those who need resources. We need to change our criminal justice system so that it is outwardly or actively trying to be fair to everybody, irrespective of your color, creed, class, race, or sex. That is what we need to begin to change the environment so that don't we, we, we will stop fostering the growth of these hate-filled people that will then take the steps forward and go out and, and, and commit these mass murders and atrocities. That is the hard step. Banning guns is not going to do it. Telling people that their religion is bad is not going to do it. We need to stop growing these, making these homegrown uh, 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 tyrants that we're making. 
But aside uh-huh. from that, everybody, uh, you know, I'm Dennis Sperling, and you know, all, I I, uh, I really appreciate you letting me in on your show again. I know I've been pretty quiet on social media, but I've been busy down here practicing law. And uh, if any of y'all been in a car accident, I'm licensed in several states, Texas, Louisiana, New York, and Illinois. I typically mm-hmm. focus on serious injuries and atrocities, uh, 18-wheeler accidents. So if you've been involved in a car accident, I'll be more than happy to help you out. I used to do a lot more civil rights, but I kind of don't do that anymore. I kind of just stick with one thing, and that allows me to do a lot more charitable work. So if you've been involved Mm -hmm. in a car accident, you can call me at 713-229-0770. That is 713-229-0770. And uh, that's all I have to add, Sister Empress. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate your heart. I don't know how well you do with the car accidents and stuff, but you are actually uh, just a natural advocate for civil rights, so you might need to you know, yeah. Well, I believe in justice, and that's why I, well, yeah. and that's why I start practicing law. Is justice? It's, I'm not pro-black. I'm not pro-Christian. I'm not pro-anything. I'm pro-justice. I believe we're all mm-hmm. one race. We're all one mm-hmm. human race, and we need to empathize with each other. There's no reason we shouldn't be empathizing with these folks that got shot down like that just because. Or their sexual pre- most of them folks probably wasn't even gay in there or lesbian. Right? Ain't that? Isn't right. that something? Right. They might have just been hanging out. Those are just human right. beings. But because I know you got to wrap your show up, you invite. <laughs> I, I appreciate you inviting me again. I thank you so much, and God bless your crowd and everybody that's listening to you. this. Is a wonderful thing you're doing, and uh, thank you for your time. And uh, again, if y'all want to reach out to me, you can find me on Facebook at Dennis Sperling. Uh, easy to find, D-E-N-N-I-S-S-P-U-R-L-I-N-G. Dennis Sperling is fine. It just is, is reads just like it sounds. And if, if you want to give me a call, 713-229-0770. And uh, that's it. Thank you, Empress. Oh, you're welcome. You know how we do it here on the Empire. The Empress has to have his last word. Not that it's the right word, but it's just the word from the Empress. Be right back with that. Everything begins with an honest open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. 1993, Michael Griffin shot and killed a doctor in an abortion clinic, not labeled a terrorist. 1995, Timothy McVeigh killed 168 people in the name of justice because he didn't like the way things were being done, so he bombed a federal building. 1994, 168 people, I'm sorry, one person was shot, but two killed in another abortion clinic uh, by a man by the name of Paul Jennings. So this, listen. Y'all, this is not brand new. I went from 1991 all the way to 2015. Some years had double instances. Of course, the latest we're talking about tonight of which happened last night in Orlando, Florida, where 50 lives were taken. At the end of the day, I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what racial uh, 
identity you carry. I don't care what uh, sexual preferences you have. I don't care where you live, what age you are, what history books you've written, what you believe or not, who you pray to or not. There is no justification and there is no uh, way that a human being should not be able to either sympathize or empathize with death because ultimately everybody born will die. Uh, some will die naturally of causes natural, and some will die of tragic ends like this. So look at the text message from a mother who had a texting back and forth until the end of her son's life, captured on her phone as the last interaction between herself and her son. I could care less what he, who he slept with, where he was, the fact that he had to take his mother that he loved her and that he was going to die is inhumane. The fact that a, a girl could Snapchat the last moments of her life, and you can look at this, and I'm, I'm talking about real life happenings that are just totally being discounted because of someone's sexual preferences, because they believe that a God above all reigns on the unjust as well as the just. I mean, listen, it doesn't matter what you believe or not, the truth still is, the body count still is, the blood still has fallen from these people in the most horrific way uh, possible. It's no more or less of the deaths that happened in Oklahoma City bombing. It's no more or less with the pipe bomb at the Summer Olympics of 1996. It's no more or less of Charleston. And, and this, who, how it happens, you know, we can always go back and say, well, we should have had tougher gun control. We should have uh, arrested him a long time ago. We should have labeled him as this. Uh, what, whatever you want to say, at the end of the day, there are some parents and families and friends who are burying their loved ones because of hate. At the end of the day, that's all it is. You don't like something, and you take it upon yourself to play God. Whatever affiliation you have means nothing. It means nothing. And the truth of the matter is, is if you're not human enough to get to that point, you're not human enough to understand that this can happen to you. And it's probably going to take something to that extent before your humanity can raise back up in you. People are so callous. They do not give a damn about anything unless it happens to them, their family, and in their world. It has to affect them first. The fact of the matter is those of us who have children, who will be leaving children in this world, we are leaving them to whatever is left of it. And the things that need to be changed cannot be changed by these particularly young, unable to vote and unable to voice and unable to demand a change. And it's not just in the words. I saw so many people say, oh, I'm just going to pray. Baby, listen. Prayer, even in everybody's Bible, everybody's Quran, everybody's something, whether you believe it or not, it is written somewhere in my Bible that prayer without works is dead. So you might as well just start getting your coffin money together if you think that all you can do is pray. You have to have some action behind it. That action can simply be at its very core is being able to understand that this can really happen between people that you do know or trying to extend yourself past your personal circumstances. See, it used to be okay. We can go all the way back 200 years, 400 years, back into the 1200s or whatever, but I can guarantee them uh, 
see you that a lot of some of these things that are happening now wouldn't have happened quite as easily because there were community thought of movements. There were people who not necessarily had the same circumstance, but they were a community enough to feel when someone else was hurting. We don't give a damn now. Like, it has to happen in our house. It has to happen to our folk. It has to happen to our people, people who look like us, people who sleep like us, people who go to church with us, people who don't go to church with us, for us to even think that it's okay. I mean, I, I you know, I used to have thousands of followers, too, who thought I thought just like I thought. Then I go through my thread of my two pages of people, and there are people who are spewing more hate than people that I have blocked. And it was unbelievable to me. I say this. Um, with as much respect to everybody's opinions that we had on the show tonight, and I really do appreciate the caller calling in because this is not to damn you. This is not to uphold particularly what Dennis had to say. This is just simply this. At the end of the day, we're all human. At the end of the day, certain parts of humanity should resonate from one to the next. When we get so removed where we can at least have pity or sorrow or feel empathy or sympathy for our fellow man, whether or not he looks and lives like us, we start to lose our humanity. And when we're inhumane, we usher in more inhumanity. I think that's exactly what Dennis was trying to say when we start to crop and, and, and give uh, seed to hateful thoughts. We're, we, we got one of the most hateful, most racist, and blatantly unapologetic uh, potential uh, presidential candidates that I, you know, I, I knew a lot of people probably didn't like black people, but God damn, you just going to say this shit, just plain on on everything. You don't like women. Matter of fact, you don't like women who don't agree with you, but you got more women representing you and your platform than anything else on the face of the earth. It's like the earth is in a backward form. So whatever you believe in, believe this that if we don't change something soon, that we won't have to because we will enfold upon ourselves. So the end of the show tonight was a song that I love. Yes, it's by Kirk Franklin. Yes, and he is a religious person. Yes, he played this song um, um, on his latest album, and I just kind of fell in love with it because I think it speaks the words that we need right now. We're in, a, we're in a crisis, and one of the words that he says, if you listen carefully, the world is actually crying for help somewhere. And, and it's not going to all come from the same place because people don't realize the same things. But those of you who do believe in God, if God is where you believe, then I need you to understand that damning people who need help are saying that that's what you get because you sleep with the same sex. That's not God. That's not, I don't know any Bible or any religious movement except for these extremists who support something that I just totally don't even recognize or believe in myself. So if you, if you believe in that, make sure that you're doing what you say you're doing or, or shut up. For those of you who feel like God is not the answer, instead of trying to counteract what you think is happening wrong in the religious world, offer a solution and stop further separating people. And if you say, if you don't know what to do, say nothing. Just, just don't say nothing. I mean, the little bit that I can do, I do in my 
small community. I do this platform because I want to give people a voice to hear themselves even speak. Some people here go back and listen to what they said and can't believe they actually said it and know in their hearts and in their minds that they don't even practice that way. It's just popular to say. So it's not to convert you. It's not to convince you. It's just to let you hear yourself say uh, what you say you believe and, and see if you're actually practicing that. I think the biggest thing, and I told uh, uh, Dennis this when we were talking earlier, I think the United States is uh, the biggest hypocrite in the world. I think we expect for people to come and be like us when we're screwed the hell up. Like, we don't take care of our own. How the hell can we expect someone to entrust us to help them? But we, we do it in pocket times when it matters enough for it to look good. We do it enough for propaganda. We do it enough for politics. We do it enough for celebrity. But do we do it for the right reasons? We, we blew this up, and we, we called it what it was because this was a, a man who was born here in the United States but was a descendant of someone who wasn't. So it looks prettier to present it as domestic terrorism. But then just earlier this year, you got a white boy from as, as, as white as can be, and you want to say that he's confused and he's just a radical. Let's just, let's just be justice in everything that we do or just shut it on down. Uh, we'll talk to you on hopefully tomorrow. Looks like we might do a part two. I have a couple of guests who said that they would love to have weighed in, but, but they was watching the game. I wasn't. You were Thank you for joining me. You're right back.
begins with an honest, open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in, listen, or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.